Welcome to the Delightful Dreamers podcast, where we will be talking about all things sleep, parenting, and more. I'm your host, Nicole, and I am glad you are here. In today's episode, we are going to talk all about sleep regressions. Sleep regressions are a hot topic and something I get asked about a lot. So let's get into it. The reality is with our children's sleep, it goes up and down so often. And as a new parent, I had heard about sleep regressions. I was afraid of sleep regressions, and I think a lot of parents feel that way. However, when talking about sleep regressions, I find it really helpful to take a moment to go back and think about what is really happening here. So we're going to look at the definition of the word regression, and a regression is defined, thanks to Google, as a return to a former or less developed state or a return to an earlier stage of life. Now, when our children's sleep is changing, getting a little worse, this really isn't what's happening. So I like to call these sleep progressions. A progression is the process of developing or moving gradually to a more advanced state. And this is what's happening as our babies develop and reach new milestones, they are progressing. For some babies and toddlers, These progressions can impact sleep negatively, but it doesn't mean that their sleep is necessarily regressing. There can be times where true sleep regressions happen, but I find it helpful to know that interruptions to sleep aren't always an actual regression, but rather a phase due to progress in other areas. Now, I will see true sleep regressions happen when there has been illness or maybe your family's been traveling, or there's been major life changes, for example, the addition of a new baby to the family. These are times where sleep habits can kind of go back a little bit. But let's talk about kind of the commonly known sleep regressions, or as I call them, progressions. So I do want to emphasize that not all babies and children will experience changes to their sleep as they progress developmentally. Some babies will have minor changes, some will have greater changes, and they won't experience these at exactly the same time. These commonly known ages, there can be a range. Now, I think the first regression or progression that we are most familiar with is the four-month sleep regression. So what is happening with our babies at four months? At this time, our babies are becoming more alert. Some babies will start rolling around this age, which means it will also be time to stop swaddling. Sleep-wise, there is a lot happening. For our babies, their sleep cycles are becoming more established. So newborns only experience two stages of sleep. As our babies are reaching four months, they are starting to experience four different stages of sleep, which is what we experience as adults. And their circadian rhythm is becoming more established. This helps with differentiating between day and night. Along with this, our babies are starting to produce their own melatonin. So there is a lot happening for our little four-month-olds. All of the different things that are happening can lead to changes in sleep. So a lot of time at this age, we will see more waking overnight, shorter naps. This can just be due to all of the development that's happening along with the actual biological changes in sleep and the fact that our babies are just more alert. Then there is often another progression somewhere between six and eight months. So 
we'll look at eight-month-olds. At this time, many babies will start to reach new motor milestones, which can include sitting up, either supported or on their own. Um, They'll often start crawling, and they will also often start exploring toys more. So you will see them banging toys on surfaces, holding them, just really inspecting them. Also at this age, babies tend to be eating more solid foods, both in terms of variety and quantity. And then with sleep at eight months, a lot of babies will start moving towards a transition of three naps to two naps, if they haven't done that already. Some babies at this age will be sleeping through the night. Many will not. And often you'll see an overall more consistent pattern to their sleep. Now, we don't have to wait long for the next progression. At 10 to 12 months, there is often another phase where we see developmental progression and changes to sleep. So during this age, babies are continuing to work on their motor skills. For gross motor skills, we will see babies start pulling to stand. They might start walking with assistance or independently. Babies will also be babbling more and may start saying simple words or using simple signs. They are also understanding more language. You might see your baby even try to imitate language or actions. Also during this time, babies are continuing to increase the variety of foods that they're eating. They may be eating more table foods. And this is a time where separation anxiety can occur for some babies. So again, there can be a lot happening. With sleep at this age, babies are generally on a consistent routine with their naps of two naps a day. Bedtime is usually more consistent as well. This is a stage where naps and sleep in general might be more by the clock, so predictable. At this age, there can be changes to sleep though, and I will see a lot of parents at 12 months think that their baby is ready to drop to one nap when it's actually just that they're working through this developmental progression. Now, there's still two more times of common sleep progressions. 18 months is the next common one. So during this time, our little ones are toddlers now. They are continuing to develop new skills. They're having increasing communication and problem-solving skills. Separation anxiety can also be strong. And it's also a time where our toddlers are really exploring their independence. So these factors can lead to changes in sleep where some toddlers may all of a sudden not want to sleep independently. They might have difficulty falling asleep at night or wanting you to be with them where if they were falling asleep independently previously, that can be a change. And this is also a time where many little ones will be transitioning to one nap and having longer awake times. So again, there's so much happening. The last common time of progression that we'll talk about today is at the age of two. If you have a two-year-old, you know that there is so much going on at this age. At this age, they might be needing a little less sleep than they previously needed, so this can impact the overall schedule. Again, separation anxiety can play a role There can sometimes be other changes happening like potty training. Some children will be transitioning to a toddler bed. Two-year-olds are also very imaginative and we will often see fears surrounding bedtime and the dark. So these are all things to keep in mind if your child is suddenly having disrupted sleep. So what do you do if you suspect a sleep progression is happening? First, I always say don't panic. As with everything, this is just a phase. It may not be easy, but it will pass. Next, I do suggest staying consistent. 
when there is a developmental progression, we don't necessarily need to make any changes or introduce anything new. So like I mentioned earlier, if your child is suddenly resisting their nap, don't assume that it's time to drop them nap. I would suggest keeping things as consistent as possible, including the routines before sleep. We also can go back to the basics of sleep hygiene, which are the foundation of healthy sleep habits, and see if there is anything that needs to be adjusted here. For instance, has it been brighter out and maybe the curtains are letting light sneak in? Is it colder outside and we need to adjust the temperature of the heat? Have there been any changes with foods? Could there have been extra hidden sugars and snack close to bedtime? Lots of different things to consider. In episode one of the podcast, I talk all about tips to help with optimizing sleep. So if this is something that you have questions about, I do recommend listening to that episode. Then also, it's totally normal for babies and toddlers to have struggles with sleep as they are learning new skills or about to learn a new skill. If your child is working on a new developmental milestone, you can give them lots of opportunities to work on this skill during the daytime. Mastering whatever they are working on can be helpful in moving past it affecting their sleep. So one skill that comes to mind is pulling to stand. I know so many babies that have loved practicing pulling to stand in their crib, but then they get themselves stuck and don't know how to get down. So if they are waking up overnight, pulling themselves up to stand, then they're stuck there. It can be upsetting and it can cause a wake up to last a little bit longer. So giving them lots of opportunities to practice this during the day can be really helpful so that they learn how to get back down from standing on their own. So you can practice in different places throughout your home. You can practice, you know, depending on the height of your couch, if that's a good spot or the coffee table often tends to be a good spot. And then even practice in the crib during the day. And we've also talked a bit about separation anxiety and how that can come up at different ages and impact sleep. So if this is something that you think is going on, know that it's totally normal. It is part of development. Something that can help with separation anxiety is to give your child some undivided one-on-one time during the day. It can be especially helpful to do this close to bedtime, and it doesn't have to be a long time. Even just 10 to 15 minutes of dedicated, uninterrupted one-on-one time can offer nice opportunities for bonding and connection. Then with our toddlers, you can really explore what is going on, and it can be helpful to talk things out with them. If they are experiencing fears, you can talk about these. And I would recommend doing this during the daytime, not near sleep times, and just talk with them to see what's going on. Fears and nightmares are another topic, and I am sure I will cover it more in a future podcast. And then also with these times of developmental progressions, I always say to be patient and stay calm. Now, I know this is easier said than done, but it is true. Generally, with consistency and solid sleep hygiene habits, sleep progressions will fade in a matter of a few weeks. If you are finding that this isn't the case, or if you want support during this time, then I am here for you. I will share the link in my show notes for how you can schedule a free discovery call to talk to me about your situation and learn more about my services. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family delightful dreams. Thanks so much for listening today. Make sure that you follow so that you don't miss any episodes. 
And if you found today's episode helpful, please leave me a review wherever you are listening so that I know. See you next time.